Hello everybody, it's so good to be with you again and um, yesterday was a bit of a hard day <clears throat> because yesterday I, um, well, it was a celebratory day because my father, if he had been alive, he would have turned 100 and so we got together as a family and talked about my dad, which was really nice, but um, just before going to see um, my family, um, I went to a cemetery and um, it had significance for me with my father because uh, it was, I remember when my father cried really, really loud and it was, it meant that I felt kind of solidarity in my grief because um, a little child that my wife and I had, um, had died. And um, and we had a funeral, and it was a very small, small casket. <laughs> I put it into a tiny hole, and it's still there now. And yesterday, I went and visited the um, the graveside and put some flowers there, and it was, you know, brought up a lot of sad memories. <clears throat> but um, it's still, still, even after twenty five or six years, or how many years, it's still. Grief is like that, doesn't it? You know, it's still there. And um, life in this broken world can really hand you some questions that um, no answers can satisfy. And uh, in Ecclesiastes, it says these: there is a time for everything. <laughs> there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And I've sort of changed the version a little bit. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to weep, a time to mourn, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to silent, and a time to speak. But uh, some people don't know the times and the seasons for being quiet, do they? Um, and with sitting with brokenness, and to sit with sorrow of loss. And in the Jewish tradition, there is this... Um, Part of the time of everything is to sit Shiva. Now look, I'm not a Jew and have not experienced this, but this is what Wikipedia has to say. Shiva is the week-long mornings period in Judaism for first-degree relatives. The ritual is referred to as sitting Shiva in English. And the Shiva part lasts, period lasts for seven days following the burial. And following the initial period of despair and lamentation, Immediately after death, Shiva embraces a time when individuals discuss their loss and accept comfort from others. It's an observance, um, as a, its observance is a requirement for the parents of siblings, uh, parents, siblings, spouses, and the children of the person who died. It's not a requirement for an individual who was less than 30 days old at the time of death. At the funeral, mourners wear an outer garment that is torn before the procession in a ritual known as kira. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, and in some traditions, mourners wear a black ribbon that is cut in place of an everyday garment. Uh, the torn article is worn throughout the entire entirety of the Shiva. Typically, the seven days begin immediately after the deceased has been buried and following burial, Mourners assume the halakh status 
it is necessary for the burial spot to be entirely covered with earth for, in order for Shiva to commence. This state lasts for the entire duration of Shiva. During the period of Shiva, mourners remain at home. Family and friends visit those in mourning in order to give their condolences and provide comfort. The process, dating back to biblical times, formalizes the natural way an individual confronts and overcomes grief. Shiva allows the individual to express their sorrow, discuss the loss of a loved one, and slowly re-enter society. And as the article states, it, it dates back to biblical times. Um, Joseph uh, mourned the death of Jacob for his father for seven days. And in the book of Job, we also find an example. And uh, we find three of Job's friends coming to Shiva. And they heard, this is a passage, they heard of the tragedy Job had suffered, and they got together and travelled from their homes to comfort and console him. Their names were Eliphaz the Temanite, the Bildad the Shunhite, and Zophar the Nahamite. And when they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely recognised him. Wailing loudly, they tore their robes and threw dust into the air over their heads to show their grief. And they sat, then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said a word to Job, for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. Job's suffering was too great for words, but we will soon find they found their words <laughs> after the Shiva, and they weren't words of comfort. Uh, for seven days, the friends got it right. They were in deep community with Job. Uh, they embraced the pain as if it was their own. The lavish attention was given to the soul of their friend. I wonder if uh, have you ever experienced loss? I think you probably all have. It may be the death of a loved one, but it could be also loss of a dream, a marriage, a business, health, or a special relationship. Loss and death can come to us in so many ways. But has the shiva ever been done? You know, I think in Western civilization we don't grieve well. Uh, in my culture of European heritage, we have the funeral, then all is supposedly is done. There is an expectation of getting back into life. Sure, it hurts, but you're supposedly meant to shake it off <laughs> and make the best of it. Nobody comes and sits Shiva with you for seven days. No one gives attention to the deepest pain one experiences when the relationship has gone beyond the grasp. No one sits and weeps for seven days. You know, in um, Genesis it says that being alone is not good. And that's why God created a helper. Someone to give attention to the soul of another. And I found this quote from Simone Veal. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. Now, <laughs> what not to say in the Shiva is, um, got some advice here. By sitting there silently, you are saying more than words can. You are saying, I am here for you. I feel your pain. There are no words. And time, sometimes there aren't any. Here are examples of things not to say. How are you? <laughs> They're not so good. I know how you feel. No, you don't. Each person feels a unique loss. At least she lived a long life. Longer would have been better. <laughs> 
It's good that you had you have other children. Or don't worry, you'll have more. The loss of a child, no matter what the age, is completely devastating. Cheer up. In a few months, you'll meet someone new. <laughs> oh, he or she has just lost the, outside, the other half of their soul. Let's talk about happy things. Hmm. That's not good, is it? And also, I'd say, please don't try and fix, advise, save, or set straight. This is the season for a spirit of gentleness and to bear one another's burdens, to represent the with you of God. A time to heal, a time to build, a time to laugh, a time to dance, a time to embrace, a time to mend, a time to speak, and a time to love. There is a time for everything, and you can't rush time. <laughs> Some losses will take more time than others to process. There is no fixed prescribed allotment for you to get over it. The loss will come in waves. Little things uh, trigger the loss to reignite. That's okay. It's normal. It's human. And in this time of grief, we really need others to simply love us, don't we? By Just by their presence. And that brings a sense of solidarity. It may come through a few words, but they will always carry a sense of, I am with you, and I'm not going to leave you alone. Look, look grief is hard, but grieving alone can be a, a torment of anguish. So sit with the broken, be silent, and give attention. Here's some quotes. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. We have to try and cure our faults by attention and not by will. The only will the will only controls a few movements of a few muscles, and these movements are associated with the idea of the change of position of nearby objects. Um, I can I can will to put my hand flat on the table. If inner purity, inspiration, or truth of thought were necessarily associated with attributes of this kind. They might well be the object of the will. As this is not the case, we can only beg for them, or should we cease to desire them. What could be worse? Inner supplication is the only reasonable way, for it avoids stiffening muscles which have nothing to do with the matter. What could be more stupid than to tighten up our muscles and set our jaws about virtue, or poetry, or the solution of a problem? Attention is something quite different. Simone Weil and no one person can fulfill all your needs, but the community can truly hold you. The community can let you experience the fact that beyond your anguish, there are human hands that hold you and show you God's faithful love. Andre Nguyen There are two things that draw us outside of ourselves. Pain on other people's faces and the unbelievable beauty that is of other human beings at their best. Or in other words... Cross and Resurrection, Richard Raw. And we are saved by those whom we go to save, and both of us are then saved in spite of ourselves. There is a mysterious third who is doing the saving, suffering for and with. The other seems to be the only way we know that our lives are not about us. Richard Raw. Here's some questions. What would it be like for some friends to come and be with you in your loss? Number two, death is an obvious example of loss. But what other examples can you think of? What losses have you experienced? 
3. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity, according to Samai Wheel. How does generosity express itself in being silent in the face of loss? That's the post for this week. I hope you found it helpful. You might like to email me. I always love to hear from my listeners and my viewers and readers. It's really good to hear from people. And um, I pray that if you know someone who's going through loss, or maybe even yourself, that you will sense um, something of the with you of God. Okay, thanks. Bye.